Hello everyone and welcome to the Random Revelations podcast. This is our first episode and I'm so excited to share this random revelation with you. So just as a disclaimer, not really a disclaimer, but kind of where this is coming from as of right now, July 2020, all of these random revelations are coming from my journal. I have one journal that I write everything that the Lord tells to me, speaks to my spirit, things I want to tell him in this journal. It's a beautiful anthropology journal. If you follow me on social media, um, I'm at Shania Doll on Instagram and Shania Dolphin on Facebook. I'm going to post a picture of this journal. Um, and just to give some background before I get into this random revelation, everything that is in this notebook is written in red ink and not just any red ink it has to be my favorite pen the pilot g20 or whatever it's called red pen and the reason everything is written in red ink is because and this may sound silly but hey this is me um in the bible in the english bible at least um jesus's words are in red the red letter words of jesus and i know that jesus didn't actually or physically write any of the books of the bible in that capacity but we know that all scripture is god breathed and divinely inspired by the holy spirit and i believe that that is the same thing with this journal that everything here is divinely inspired and i just like to write in red ink for that fact so if you take a look through my notebook i'll probably post a video everything is in red everything and i can't write in it if it if i lose my pen which i've lost it several times but back to the point today i'm going to share such a life-changing word and I pray that it just changes your life too. It surely did mine. So I'm going to bring you back with me to around October of 2019. And it was a really rough season in my life. And I think that's a good place to share for context or for reference for the other podcasts that a lot of these words have come from the darkest moments. I don't find myself writing a lot when I'm happy. And maybe that sounds bad, but... It's the truth that the Lord is close to the brokenhearted, that a contrite spirit he will not despise. I feel that so strongly in my life. And in this season, I was the epitome of that. I was broken for reasons I may not be able to share. And it was around the time of my church's women's conference called the Yana Conference. It was such an amazing time. But I found myself for the first two nights so broken, not that anyone probably noticed, but I was broken and I was really hurt and distraught. But I had this persistence in me that I was going to leave it. The three-day conference changed somehow, some way. So this was the night that Pastor Devin Wallace was preaching and she did her altar call. I don't even remember what it was. I'm just that kind of person that if there's an altar call, I'm there because I'm not trying to miss out on whatever the Lord is doing. So I found myself there. And for whatever reason, I just realized that whatever I was going to leave at the altar really needed to be left at the altar. And I was really at a war within myself that you're going to leave here change. That if you're going to leave, for an example, if you're going to leave insecurity at this altar, you cannot feel free for one night and then tomorrow pick that back up i was so like warring against myself and my own mind and saying you're not gonna do this and i was struggling so much because as much as i wanted to scream and shout and and feel free i knew deep down that if i didn't really have a full real tangible encounter with the lord that, that released true freedom in my life that i would go right back to exactly what i was dealing with before 
So I did something crazy <laughs> and symbolic, I felt, or prophetic, whatever you want to call it. And I got my journal, not this journal at that time, a different journal. And I began to write every single lie that I had thought about myself that I knew was a lie, that I knew was not the truth. And I began to write those things on pages. And the reason I felt so compelled to write down lies is because in that time I was, I was really thinking about um, the thought that your feelings are not your truth. I believe that you should feel and that you should feel your feelings out. You know, it's not a good thing to suppress. I'm talking to myself there, it's not good to suppress. It actually does more damage than good. But I realized that my feelings are not always the truth. I can feel rejected and not really be rejected. So I think it's very important that we understand in our lives that how we feel may not be the truth of the situation. Our feelings may be real, but that does not mean that the situation that we're looking at at the lens at in our feelings is true. Because a lot of our times, the feelings that we feel are contrary to what the truth of a situation is. That's just an aside, but just kind of context for where I was. So I wrote down all the lies and then I began to crumple them up and throw them violently. And no one was paying attention. Everyone was having their own moment in the spirit. And I was freaking out because I'm like, okay, you're crumbling these up. But you know, deep down inside, Shania, you're going to go back to feeling all of these things later on. And I just kept crumbling it up, crumbling it up, crumbling it up. And I, 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 I heard and I knew the Lord was with me in that moment. And he was just so gentle and kind to sit with me in that moment while I had a moment. And this quote that um, I had read just days earlier from Dr. Brian Simmons was just ringing in my ears. And it was what he said. And you can find this devotional um, on the you've, um, on the Bible app. Um, I'll link it on Facebook and Instagram because that devotional has changed my life. I love Dr. Brian Simmons. He is the author of the Passion Translation, actually. And this is what the quote read. It said, He is the good shepherd that leads me into all truth. That is what the quote said, that Jesus is the good shepherd that leads me into all truth. And that was kind of the theme of how I was feeling inside, that I was crumpling up lies, but I was going to let the good shepherd who is Jesus lead me into all truth. But then all of a sudden, I had a vision. And I'm not really a vision kind of girl, not a dreamer. I'm not a visual learner. And that used to really upset me. I used to be really upset that the Lord did not speak to me in dreams or give me visions or things like that. I was really ticked off about that for a while until I realized that I was never a visual learner in school. And that's not even the way I like to receive information. So it makes sense why he doesn't particularly speak to me in that way. I'm not saying he never has. He just, that's not his go-to for me. I'm a word person. But this night, I had a vision. And all of I, all of a sudden, I saw this field. And if I could ever, I believe the Lord will take me to that physical location one place. And if I ever do, I will take pictures. But in my mind, I don't know how to describe it. But it was this beautiful field, like this pasture. And then there was this river. And I knew what the Lord was telling me in that vision is that that river is the river of truth. And what the Lord was saying in that moment, he was saying, you need to get into that water. You need to get into that river. And he said, don't just dip your foot in. Be fully submerged, fully enveloped in that truth, the river of truth. And it was in the moment that I realized that it isn't enough to believe sometimes. 
because I know the truth. I know it. I intellectually know that Jesus loves me, that Jesus called me, that Jesus died for me, that he rose again for me, that he's coming back. I know those things. I know that they are true. But my my soul and my spirit doesn't need just to know that. It needs to embrace that truth. And submerging myself in the river of truth means to be fully enveloped in the truth at all times. It brings me back to the sermon that my pastor, Pastor Shara, who pastors Hope NYC Church, the message that she preached at our um, youth camp about the parable of the sponges, where the last sponge is the one that is fully submerged in the spirit. It was kind of the same effect, but this one was about truth about not letting lies once you're fully submerged in that river of truth. And since that moment, I have just found myself saying to myself, you need to get into the river of truth. When I find that lies are beginning to infiltrate my life again, and I'm starting to let feelings define truth when they're not really truth, they're just how I'm feeling in a moment, They're not definitive of the truth of the situation. I bring myself in a spiritual mindset that I'm going to the river of the river of truth. And what does that look like? It looks like opening up the Bible, talking to somebody who has the truth inside of them. Go to the river of truth, whatever that looks like for you and find yourself fully submerged. It kind of is a resolve. Once you go into the water, any kind of body of water, you have to be resolved to go all the way in. Some of us find ourselves in the shallows. I'm kind of that person when it comes to physical water. I don't like to put my whole head in. But when it comes to this spiritual body of water, the river of truth, which I believe is a real place in the spiritual realm, you need to find yourself fully submerged to fully receive the truth that it's not just that Jesus loves me, but that you are allowing yourself to be fully enwrapped and enveloped in the truth, in the reality of the truth that Jesus loves you. That's not something that I believe that any sermon, any prophetic word, anything that comes, even as I speak these things, you, it's not enough to know anymore. Words just don't cut it. There has to be an encounter. There has to be an experience. And that is what the river of truth is for me. It is that moment of getting into an encounter with the Lord where I find myself fully submerged in what he's saying, where it's not just that I believe it, but that my life is receiving it. That was pretty long, but that is the river of truth for you. And if I can leave you with anything, because I believe application is key, is identify lies in your life. Identify whatever it is that is a feeling and is not the truth and bring that feeling to the Lord because he is so kind to, to receive you as you are and to bring about change. And this is where I'll end. We know that the truth will set you free. You can never be free if you're living in lies. And I, in that moment in October of 2019, I was in bondage. I looked free on the outside. I could dance like I was free. I could sing like I I was free. But what was going on in my mind, I was wrapped up in bondage because lies were engulfing my mind. I was submerged in some kind of river of lies. But I found myself like a daredevil just cannonballing into that river of truth. And sometimes you just have to do that. You just have to choose it. I'm going to get the truth. I'm going to get to the bottom of this. I'm not going to take it at a surface level. That is the place where you go deeper because you need the truth. Because the truth will set you free. I hope this makes sense. And I'm sorry if it doesn't. I'm happy if it does. But just find yourself in that river of truth. Come 
Let the good shepherd who is Jesus lead you to that river. And he's so kind that he cannonballs right in there with you because he is the truth. Any encounter with him, any time spent with him is, is, is like that. So I just pray over you today that you would be released from the bondage of lies as you let all of that weight fall off the minute that you dive deep into the river of truth, into that river that Jesus dwells in with you. Thank you for listening. I hope this encouraged you. I hope this did something for you. (sighs) I'm just, I can't believe I'm doing this, but here we are 12 minutes in. I will see you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to Random Revelations.